Hello and welcome to The Canopy. My name is Tammy Cole and I am your host for today. I am so thrilled to be able to share with you our last 70 Palms gathering in which we talked about Flourish. We had a panel of girls that talked about what it was like to be a mentor and what it was like to be a mentee and how it truly affected and shaped them and has transformed them this past year. So we hope that you will enjoy this episode of The Canopy. Of 
the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. Good evening, ladies. We're going to challenge you tonight.
Okay. Oh, I can sit down. Okay, ladies. Okay, in the process of doing it, Tammy felt very strongly that this is something that we, as a church, as the women of my church, starting with the women of Seven Palms leadership, should really sink our teeth into. Again, I have notes so that I don't go rogue because I will go rogue. Um, let me just grab this. Here we go. The reason why. I still wear my retainer every night. Fun fact. 
So you'll think of that as you're singing from now on. The extra level. Okay, so my name is Kelsey, and I've been going to Life Church for six years. Um, I am a mentee as well, and uh, a fun fact about myself, when I was seven months pregnant, I hiked the highest mountain in Sedona. Hey! Okay. <laughs> okay. If anyone knows me, that wouldn't surprise I you. I couldn't do that <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's be clear. We did a run-through, and warned you to get a run-through. She said she ran marathons. So... Very different people. Mm -hmm. We are very different people. <laughs> and we respect it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. My name is Andrea Hopgood. I have been here at Life Church for three years. And a fun fact about me is that I used to be a Christian clown. Yes, I said I was. That's cool and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> That's, okay. Thank I'm you. really sad you didn't bring any balloons with you. Yeah. No. We might have had people running. <laughs> Okay, um, it's wonderful to introduce the women to you, and thank you guys very much for being here. Question? Which really means, hey, you're doing chorus, it's great! <laughs> so just be warned, like, you're gonna get... <laughs> Don't scare people! <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I, I signed up to get more information because I... I have been on the platform for a long time, but I didn't really grow up going to church, which is why I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the new one of our group. And um, I asked Marie, I was like, Marie, are you gonna do this? Are you gonna do this flourish thing? Because like, I need to know more about the Word and Jesus. <laughs> and I, you know, it was, it was almost embarrassing because I would be singing up here, and I, and I feel Jesus most in music. So it's very natural for me, but there have been points where I would ask Marie, wait, what does this mean in, in this song? I don't, I don't get it. And she would explain what it to me. What are we talking about drive bones for? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm what? What's happening? <laughs> so, um, and I just asked Marie if, if she was going to put a group together, and the next thing I knew, I was in a group, and I did not have to order Bible for Dummies because I had my own... Ask Jeeves. <laughs> um, so I actually, first time I ever went to a 70 Palms, they talked about Flourish. Uh, so one of my friends here, Cindy at church, she invited me to come to 70 Palms. That was when I met you. It is, it is, yeah. Um, I've been going to Life Church for a long time, just never um, came to a 70 Palms. And they were talking about Flourish, and the whole time I felt really heavy on my heart that God was telling me, Kelsey, you need to do this. I also was extremely pregnant. I was seven months pregnant at the time. Did you just come up your hike mountain? I did. Actually, I just got done with that. I came to Seventy Palms, feel real good. Just like, you know, thought I'd worship, go home, feel good. And the whole time I was like, oh, you should do this. I'm like, mm, no, no, I can't do that. Seven months pregnant with my second, no time. This sounds like a big commitment. They want you to sign your name on a sheet of piece of paper. I don't think so. So at the end of the service, scaring all these people. At the, at the end of seventy palms, I was like, okay, I'm gonna sign up. But if I get a bad mentor, God, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna do it. So that that's like what I thought in my head, right? Like I'm not gonna do it. And later, you know, we get the emails with the mentors. I checked my email probably ten times to make sure it was correct. It was Tammy. And, and I was like, okay, God, I see what you did there. You I see what you did. 
you got you got Lady Jesus herself. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, okay, I guess I'm doing this. So um, yeah, that's how I ended up doing uh, flourish. Well, I was not at that 70 Palms that night, um, but I was serving at the resource table out there one Sunday, and I saw the book, and I was like, Flourish, what's that? And then I think it was Amy ex explained it to me and said, oh, that's a mentor program that we're doing, and ladies are signing up, and we need mentors and everything. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. I'll sign up. I love um, teaching. I have a passion for helping women get in their words so they can understand who they are and whose they are. And so I was like, yeah, let's, 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 yeah, that was good. That's good. Let's, um, <laughs> And it was said, do you want to do one-on-one uh, -on -one or do you want to do a group? And I was like, I'll do either. I'll do one-on-one -on -one or I'll do a group. I forgot to say I was a men I am a mentor. And so um, I signed up and then I ended up having four ladies in my group. Very nice. Okay, you guys ready for number two? Number two. What stands out as the biggest impact Flourish has had in your life thus far? Um, so Flourish to me uh, has really changed my life over the past year. So it is a year-long commitment, and I feel like it's completely changed the trajectory of my life. Um, it's done everything you would expect to do. It's strengthened my relationship with Christ, my knowledge of God, um, but it's done so much more as far as my faith. I always believed and I had faith, but I wasn't always walking in it. Um, so. I think there was many times where God was calling me to do things, um, but I was afraid to do it because I thought, well, I'm not worthy or I'm not the right person to do this. I don't have enough knowledge. Um, and what it's really done is it's encouraged me to do things that I wouldn't normally want to do. I don't like public speaking. Here I am. I'm doing it. Um, Tammy has asked me to do countless things that I don't feel comfortable doing. And what I found is... Yeah, all yeah. of us, right here. Yeah. What I found is God is putting you in positions to do things, and usually they are uncomfortable. It's not something you would normally want to do. Um, I started a life group and a Bible study with coworkers. One of them at the time was an atheist. And last week she just texted me saying, God is so good. Really uncomfortable things that have been really good. Um, and what I found is it hasn't so much been, I thought it was going to be happening to me, like everything was going to be impacting me, but really what I found is that God has been working through me to work and um, work on other people and impact them. So it's not to, it's not to me, but to them, um, but it's been a really good impact. Flourish has been amazing because the ladies that were in my group, all of them came with something. Um, I came up here and talked about the baggage that she came in with tonight. And all of them came with something. All of us came with something. And it was just so cool just seeing them dig into their word regardless of how they felt or what they were going through. But then also they were encouraging each other. And that was just really cool. Not just waddling in what they were going through, but they were in their word. And if one person was down, another one would lift her up. And I was like, we had a side conversation. I know what you're going through. And here you are lifting her up. And so that was just really cool seeing them eager to be in their word, really digging in. Even if someone was behind on the lesson, or something, they would still come and they would still get something out of it and that was something that was that was really cool. So it was encouraging to me to see the ladies pouring out of their empty cup. Wow, that's good. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's recorded, right? You can go back and take notes? Yeah, okay. Uh, 
for me, I mean, it was just about being consistent in the word. Um, I need that accountability and I, I know myself well enough to know like I need somebody checking in on me to see how I'm doing, which is perfect for this group. Um, and for me, it gets me a little bit closer to that skill set of not, I've always wanted to, you know, everybody you hear, oh, I was talking to God, I was talking to God. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And my struggle was, it's not, for me, I'm learning to listen to God. I, he's always talking, but I didn't know it. But now I'm starting to, starting to listen more. So, but anyway, just the consistent checking in, how are you doing, are you answering your questions, so. And I will say, I have not missed a week. She keeps us all in line, this one. So, um, and, and, by the way, you know, Miss Witt and I are in a flourish group. We didn't talk about that. We're, we're in a flourish group with Anna. Well, you can say you're, the, you're, you know, our mentor. Yeah, well, okay. You can say your fun facts, by the way. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, and, and, and uh, yeah, Anna and Mandy from um, the Brookfield campus. And, yeah, it's been, it's been a, a gift and a pleasure to have that camaraderie and that sisterhood. Um, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Side note, I'll say um, a friend of mine actually introduced me to this church. And for the longest time, I had the conversations with him. I'm like, nobody, none of my friends are religious. None of my friends are religious. And the gal who invited us to this church, she's good friends with my mom. And she said, all of my friends are religious. I am friends with everybody at my church. And I was like, that, I want that. And this right here, this group, is the perfect way to do that. So if you're still like looking for your lady pack, this is how you're gonna get it. Just saying. Yep. Yep. Okay, a little more background on what Flourish is. Um, Flourish is broken up into sessions. Um, there are six. They are word, prayer, identity, calling, kinship, and gratitude. And the full six sessions is a year. Um, in our group, we're not quite through, so we're right, we're in the calling, we're in calling. Um, but each one has its own challenge, growth opportunity, we'll call it. Um, Biff upside the head, reality <laughs> check. Um, some hit more than others, so my question to you, of the sessions that you've completed, um, which have been your favorite and why? Oh, quick. Oh, okay. I'll go first. Um, mine was identity. Identity was my favorite one because um, so many times we identify ourselves by what we do. So I'm Bria Ananias' mom. They're right there. I'm Bria Ananias' mom. I'm Bruce's wife. I am a supervisor at work, you know, you identify that way and you forget who you are. So when you just stop and like, okay, who does God say I am? I am a child of God. So regardless of what I've done, the mistakes and all the different things that may not be lining up, I need to be in the word to remind myself of who God says that I am. And so that's why identity was very, that's the one that just stands out most to me because if you don't know who you are, you will, you will link on and be anybody. You will try to be like this person and you will try to be like that person. And God is like, I don't want you to be like that person. I want you to be who I created you to be. 
be. And also, so many times we'll um, degrade ourselves. Oh, I'm so fat. My hair's so short. My hair too curly. I'm too brown. I'm, you know, whatever it might be. And then it's like, no, I created you to be the way that I wanted you to be. When I look in that mirror, I say, I did a good job. But you're telling me that I did a bad job? And I want to see myself as how he sees me. And in order for me to get that confidence and to know what he even put inside of me, I have to be in his word to do that. So, and in order for me to do that, I have to surround myself with people, but then I also want to make sure that I am, um, that I'm living that out. And so that's why identity was very important to me because if I don't know who I am, I can be anybody. You gave me chills, just saying, you gave me chills. Listen to your mother. Because when I first initially started Flourish, that's where I felt lost. I felt like I didn't know where I was with my identity. Um, but after going through, we our group just finished. Um, so we've got, done all the sessions. And the word had to be my absolute favorite. Because at the end of the day, you're always going to go back to the word. The word is your foundation. Everything is built on it. If it does not, if you're ever questioning something, if it doesn't line up with the word, it's not God. That's not what he has planned for you. Um, one of the quotes in the book, it said, um, the word is the very place we find our identity defined and where we go daily to stay rooted in who he says we are. And that's just how I felt. And it really gets you into the word and reading um, you know, every single week. And I feel like it's one of those things where um, if you stay on top of it, you know, you're not, you're doing this every single week. Your knowledge of the word is growing every week. It's having you memorize verses. Um, it sounds like a lot of work, I know, but it, it is, it's not, it's wonderful. And um, just your knowledge of the word grows your confidence and then in return grows your identity because it's telling you who you are. If you question who you are, read the Bible. God knows. We all are trying to figure out our identity apparently. That's like the new thing. I don't know. It's like young kids are like, well, I gotta find myself first. I'm like, you don't gotta find yourself, God already said one. There you are. Look right here. Like, I don't know. It's like the new thing. I feel like that's the young kid thing. Like, you find TikTok because if it's not, I gotta find myself first. I really can't do that because I'm just trying to find myself. I'm like, you gotta find yourself. I found yourself right there in the Bible. I had a very similar answer, although not that last bit. I like that. Yeah, I mean, the word was has been so far, like we said, we're not finished quite yet, but the word, for me, the reason I joined this group was to gain the knowledge of the word, and if you don't have the word, how else are you going to find your identity? Um, so for me, literally just physically learning the stories of the Bible, okay, Paul and Saul, same guy, didn't know that, I was so confused, I was reading this stuff, I was like, they're asking about Paul, but this is about Saul, and I don't get it. And I, anyway, the girls in my group know me well enough when we got together, all of them. I almost texted you to say that they're the same thing about me. I said, if you think I don't know, I don't know. Shoot me a text. I grew up Catholic. I don't know much. I know the routines. That's it. Oh, and the gift. Uh, so, so, but yeah, the identity, uh, like you said, not my favorite, not my cup of tea. 
Uh, looking in the mirror gets really uncomfortable after a while. And uh, yeah, so just, the word is great, but uncomfortable in the best way. I know. I know. Yeah. It's like the lobster, you know, coming out of its shell. I think like the lobster's coming out of the day. We're not going to have that. Moving on. Because okay. they're under pressure. mentioned a couple times, and um, Flourish has, it is a mentoring program, so you are either going to be the mentor or the mentee. The mentor is responsible for scheduling and hosting the meetings, um, and they serve as a support, a guide, um, if you will, to the mentees, but I will, I will tell you right now, those mentees also teach a lot to those mentors as well. Um, so yeah. Okay, I have questions for the mentor. We have one mentor on stage, that is Andrea. Um, it's a three-part question. <laughs> yeah, are we ready? Um, number one, as a mentor, what would you say has been the most fulfilling part of this commitment? The most fulfilling part has been, like I said before, coming every, we met monthly, so coming every month and seeing the ladies um, build each other up. They're in their word, they have questions. There's like five questions for each uh, for each section. And then so it's just like, okay, what stood out to you? I would have one question I want to ask them. And then um, it's like, what stood out to you? And everybody usually had something that stood out to them or a question or something like that. We weren't afraid to ask questions and it was just like leading the conversation, you know? So it wasn't like, oh my goodness, I need a, a, to go to a seminary in order to teach. It's not even about teaching. It's just like guiding and leading the conversation. So that was really good, really easy. And so that was, I, that was it. Perfect. Yeah. Part two. What would you say to someone who felt unqualified to be a mentor? They don't have the knowledge. They don't have the confidence that they should do that. What would you say? If you feel the Holy Spirit is telling you that little nudge from the Holy Spirit, like, you should do that. Just do it. Because it's, it's, it sounds scary from what they're talking about. But from the... <laughs> but from the are the mentees, right? <laughs> Very easy. I mean, everything is outlined for you. You really are just guiding that conversation. You got to do your work so you're able to lead if it gets stuck or anything like that. But I would say if you feel that nudge from the Holy Spirit, just go ahead. Just go ahead and do it because he's going to fill in the gaps. Awesome. Um, last part. If there's someone here that thinks that they feel that tough, um, but they're like, Lord, I can't do a year-long commitment. Like, I can't. I can't be doing that. I don't have time for that. And they're grappling with it. What would you say to encourage them? Um, it does not take a huge commitment. Like I just said, it's all, everything is all laid out for you. You do have to read it. There's some days where you get through it in five minutes. And there's some days where you're on one question for 20, 30 minutes. You're like, I need to go back to that even tonight because I, I want to dig into that a little more. So you not can't. Not because you have to. No, not because you have to, because you want to. And so I would say it's not, um, it's only going to build you up. You're going to get fed just as much as you're feeding, feeding the others. So I wouldn't say let the time commitment, don't let that be a deterrent to you because it will, um, the more you're in your word, the more you want to be in it. Also, we have two young children, so like, we find time. Well, and that was going to be, so moving on to the next, she's stealing my question. Okay. Question five. Um, for the 
two mentees, what would you say or what would you tell someone who is on the fence or nervous about that commitment as well? From your perspective, give them, you know, a day in the life of the commitment for Flourish. What does that look like? It's not scary. It's not scary. Well, when I first joined, my intention was to be in the largest group possible so I could hide in the back and just listen. That was literally my intent. I was like, I can just eavesdrop on the word. Maybe I can like kind of soak it in osmosis wise, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that didn't happen. Um, that was your fault though. I know, I, I don't mind. <laughs> um, and for somebody who's on the fence about it, if you're even thinking about it, I mean, I, I would just try it. Um, and if, if you know somebody who's in the, who's doing this program, ask them if you can just sit in on a meeting just to see what it's like. I mean, we, we meet via Zoom most of the time and we try to get together once a month in person, but um, yeah, we're, most of the time we're on Zoom, so it's not a long commute. So if you're interested at all, I'm sure we could, you know, you could tag along on our crazy flourish journey. Um, she did not talk to me about this before. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of what I would, I would try that. Yeah, and my advice would be, I mean, similar to Whitney, it's not really that big of a commitment. I mean, if I could do it, I had a newborn and a two and a half year old. And two and a half year old boy is not easy, man. The newborn is like cake compared to him. Um, but, I mean, it's, you just stay on top of it every single day. It can take five minutes. It can take, you know, if you want to take 20, 30, some days I had an hour to spare, so I would spend, you know, an hour going over it. Um, my advice would be, like when you said, if you're thinking about it, you should just do it. And I feel like everybody in here knows someone, they're thinking in their mind, oh, I know someone else who might want to do this, and maybe they're not here tonight. You should tell them about it, and then they will maybe tell someone, and then it's going to keep growing and growing. So, that's your homework. Go home, <laughs> tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your sisters. I got my mom doing it, my mother-in-law's doing it. I'd force everyone I know to start doing it if I could. <laughs> the, it's the young kids, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
And yeah, so as the men mentee, I mean, I learn so much, obviously, from all, all the ladies in the, in, the, in the group. So it's it's really nice gaining their perspective on things that I thought totally different. Um, um, when I first signed up, I actually think I signed up to do it with just like one other mentor. I didn't want to be in a group because I'm a very like all or nothing type of person. And I thought, oh, I'm gonna get a really good mentor and I just want them to focus on me. <laughs> which, which that we all know, like this is not about us, it's about how God works through us. Um, but anyway, we have a group of six, and I absolutely love it. Um, you know, if Tammy tells you to buy a study Bible, every single girl in our group is buying the exact same study Bible. So we could all be reading the exact same Bible, the exact same study notes, and we all come up with something completely different. Um, there's a girl in our group, and she just has such wisdom, and I love hearing her talk. I think I told her before, she was always like second-guessing herself, but she's so inspirational and I love hearing what she has to say um, and it's just so fun because not only do we all bring something different to the table um, but we're always there for you know those mountaintop moments and those valley moments so over the past year you can imagine um, what all of us have gone through you know we've been through different things and different struggles and so if there's prayer needed we give it if there's encouragement needed we've given it um, Tammy and Lindsay actually talked I remember when they introduced Flourish initially, they said, you know, it takes a village. We're growing a village here. And that's really what Flourish is about, that group setting. So then now maybe, you know, Whitney or myself, we can now go and be mentors and start more groups and keep growing that, keep getting that village because you need to have more women walking in, you know, your walk with God. You can't do it by yourself. combination of both of theirs um, what she said with the having the group setting you do learn from each other it's been something like you said we all read the same thing we have different versions of the Bible we didn't we didn't get the Tammy study Bible we didn't get that memo. no we didn't get it but um, okay you have it now <laughs> there you go and so we would all come with our different translations or whatever and then we would come up with oh well my Bible said this or this is how I interpreted that and we were like that don't make sense. And then the other one was like, well, yeah, I read it this way, and I thought this. And I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. And, like, some of us thought this, some thought that. But then we always like, but I get what you're saying. You know, it wasn't a tit for tat, like a you're wrong and we're right. You know, it was just like, okay, I never thought of it that way. So I really liked the teaching, you know, the getting a different understanding from each person. So that was pretty cool. But then having the group of ladies around you as you go through life, because things happen in life, and as you go through, it's like having those ladies there, you know, knowing that they're praying for you and they're right there in your corner. That is something that you can't, you know, you can't, you can't make happen. You know, it just happens organically. I, one of us cries at least once a session. Absolutely. You also seen me in Panera. I just was like in public. Just don't look at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a mess. Okay. The next question is for someone not on this panel. For Miss Tammy, because we want to also make sure that we got a perspective of one-on-one. -on -one. You know, let's talk about what is it? Um, what is the nice thing about having a one-on-one -on -one experience? I'm not going to answer this. My one-to-one is going to come answer that. So I'm going to invite Kim up here, and she is excited about this so much that she can still use the microphone. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so I'm just going to speak for just a yeah. second. 
So I've done, don't scoot away. <laughs> um, I've done now one-to-one -one twice, year one twice with Lindsay and then now with Kim. And then I've done year one in a group. So I did one-to-one -one with Kim and then with Kelsey, Marcy, Brittany. I don't think Lena's here and I don't think Tammy's here. But um, I love both. I think doing one-to-one -one has been... Um, She's behind you, girl. No. <laughs> so sweet. You are not <laughs> I think the first couple of times we met, we may have been like maybe an hour, hour and a half. Uh, maybe longer. Uh, no, but then it moved into like three or four hours. <laughs> I often get a text like, are you okay? Are you, are you okay? Are you still alive? What's, I thought it was just like lunch. <laughs>
so I voice replied to her. Oh, no, I saw that. I was like, oh, it's a voice text. Just telling her how proud I, I am of how far she had come because she has come so far, so far. And y'all need to talk about the land together. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you got us. Don't be scared it, when, you, when you hear a year long commitment and everyone's five days a week. Um, don't, don't be scared by that. It is, there are quick things, but you can make it as long as you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be where you, and there's no right or wrong answer. They're not asking you a question that then you have to bring back to your mentor and you're going to get, no, that's wrong, or yes, that's right. It's, it's just about your heart and what you take from it. Um, so don't, don't be intimidated by it. I was, and there's no reason to be, trust me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he, Okay, we have just about three more questions left. This one is for Andrea again. You, um, um, in this season, you've been working, you've been walking through a rocky and challenging journey um, while mentoring. How did your Flourish group help you through that? Um, what did having those ladies around mean to you? Jeez. Um, August of last year, my husband of 31 years passed away of prostate cancer. And um, the ladies, they would know when his appointments were and they would pray with me, pray for me. They would send me texts, you know, a couple of them would send me texts, you know, while we were at the cancer center and they're like you know I'm praying for you how did the appointment go things like that and so having that support was just amazing but then when he passed away he passed away on a thursday and we were supposed to meet that monday and um i texted him i was like hey guys we're going to meet um on zoom instead of meeting in person and they're like what don't you want to be with your family <laughs> and i was like no, I want to be with you guys. I want to be with you guys. And so that was just something because it kept me in my word. And so being a part of Flourish during this time, it kept me in my word. And I did check and we were in the identity section. And so that really helped me to remember who I am. I'm more than just Bruce's wife. You know, it helped me to um, just take a deep breath, stay in my word. But the ladies being around me and just really... Um, comforting me, allowing me to talk about it if I wanted to, or allowing us to just dig in our word if I wanted to. Um, that was very, very helpful, very encouraging. Um, they gave me a wonderful um, wind chime memorial, um, something that I'll never forget, something I'll always cherish. But having them there during that time, it helped me to stay in my word and not like get in my mind and worry, like what is this, what, what's gonna happen now? How am I gonna do this? Um, because I was trying to be, you know, strong for my girls, um, but it was like nobody could be strong for me. But it was good. Um, 
it was good to have the group. It was good to have the group there um, to be able to talk to them if I wanted to or or whatever. But just their random text that they would just send me, hey, thinking of you, or you know, um, let's go out to dinner, or you know, something like that. So that was that was really good. So when we say it takes a village, it does. You know, even if you are the mentor, you know, they can feed into you just as much as as you feed into them. Was it another question? <laughs> you, you nailed it. Yes, and now and now we're, and now we're crying. Um, okay, so I think we are, we've got uh, two questions left. This is for everyone. Um, what tips would you give to any woman who is just starting out in Flourish? They've, they've taken the leap, they're doing Flourish. What are the tips you give them? just say try to stay as committed as you can um, and for me especially it was I didn't know where to begin again which is why I joined the group but if you were thinking I don't know where to begin just start and it's almost like asking a fitness instructor how do I get into shape and that fitness instructor is just gonna tell you just start moving the rest will come with your trainers and now it's it's not quite second nature, but I'm getting the moves, I'm getting the, the rhythm down. And she knows that Paul and Saul. Yeah, I know I know that Paul and Saul are the same guy now. I get it. <laughs> Mind blown. And I know who the lamb is now. <laughs> so just just start and just dive in and don't be afraid to ask questions if you're the mentee or the mentor. But for me I had all the questions in the I bug these guys a lot about questions. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my tips and tricks would probably be, um, if you're thinking about it, just do it. It's not as overwhelming as it sounds. Just stay on your readings, do it every day, then it won't be overwhelming. And like Whitney said, ask questions, speak up too. I think not just asking questions, but speaking up. Because I think me coming into my group, I mean, I, Tammy is my mentor. Everyone else was older than me, so I felt like I didn't want to speak up or maybe say my opinion, or even if I thought, oh man, that was good. And I'd like write it down, but maybe I'll say something about it at our meeting. Um, speak up, because I love hearing what the other girls have to say. And if God presented that and put that on your heart, I'm sure he wants, to share, he wants you to share it with everyone else. Um, so just make sure to let your voice be heard because I love hearing what all the girls have to say in my group. If you're just starting out, I would say go at your own pace. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't say, oh my goodness, I know this person last time they wrote a whole paragraph. I just wrote a sentence, you know, and it was like, no, don't, don't do that. You know, there might be a time where he gives you a whole paragraph on something else, you know, but I would just say, go at your own, go at your own pace, stay with your group, you know, but go at your own pace. But if you do fall behind, don't use that as, um, a crutch don't use that as something to say oh I'm just not doing it anymore you know no keep coming keep going because even because the word will meet you where you are so if you are behind when you're at that point that might be just what you need that day your group might be two three weeks ahead but you are getting this word right here because this is where he wants you to be so don't compare yourself to others that's really what the the main thing I would say just make sure you're getting the meat that you need for yourself
That's a great, that's a great thing to do. Okay, ladies, final question. And it's an easy one. Um, will you continue on to year two? If you are my mentor, yes. <laughs> okay, pressure. Yeah, awesome. Yes, I am hopefully doing year two with my group as long as everyone's still doing it. Tammy says she's doing it with me, so I might get my one on one. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am not going on to year two. I have several um, ministry opportunities. God has just blessed so many things in my life um, in the midst of tragedy. He has blessed so many things. And I have so many ministry opportunities, and I can't say yes to them all, even though I want to. And so Flourish was one that I had to really weigh and say, is this something I want to do, or is this something God is telling me to do? Year one was something he definitely told me to do. Year two would be something that I want to do. So I have to leave room to do what he has, the, the whole many other things that he has, has in store for me. But your group is all doing Yeah, I believe my whole group is staying. Mm -hmm. I, they might want one-on-one, -on -one or they might want another group. I'm not sure. Awesome. Okay. We're going to move on. But before we do, does anybody have any final thoughts, words that they want to give? And I'm staring right at you because we know you do. <laughs> Um, yes, I do. Um, so anybody out there who's questioning this, or maybe you're thinking, like, maybe someone's heavy on your heart that you think, wow, this would be a good opportunity for them. Um, I would definitely encourage you to reach out to them. And even, I mean, one of us would be willing to talk to them. Um, it's, it's really changed my life. Um, when I was sitting where you were a year ago, I was hearing this, I was hearing Lindsay, I was hearing Tammy talk about it. I was like, wow. They are like experiencing this life change. Like, I want that. I want that to be me. Um, because at the time when I signed up for Flourish, I, I didn't know where my identity was. I was whatever circumstance I was in. So if I was a college student, that's what I was. I was a college student. I started working at the hospital. That's what I was as an exercise physiologist. You know, I became a mom. Oh, I'm a mom, and I'm going to be the best mom I can be. But that's all I was. You know, I was basing my identity on whatever my circumstance was. Well, what happens when those things start to fall away? Where, like, who are you? And that's what I've learned being in this is I found my identity in Christ. I know who he says I am no matter what the situation is around me. And the thing about having the mentor is that they encourage you to do things that God's asking you to do and putting on your heart that you're too afraid to do on your own, but your mentor is gonna be the one who's gonna encourage you to take those next steps. And that's really what Tammy has done for me and so many other girls in our group. I know, I can't even look over at Marcy right now because I'm like feeling emotional, but I know that a lot of us in our group have had some struggles and we wouldn't be where we are without Tammy and each other and those encouraging words that have made us step out in faith even though we don't know what's at the end of that tunnel you know god's giving that lamp onto our feet he's just giving us a little bit he didn't give us that spotlight but our you know our mentor is there to encourage us and you know that's what we're all there for and i hope that we can all build this village together thank you for sharing that um I'm just going to summarize a little bit. Um, Tammy's gonna come back up. I wanna say, number one, thank you guys all so much for being part of this panel. And just to give a little bit of um, feedback from my perspective as well, 
I have been blessed beyond blessed to be a part of this amazing group that I'm a part of. Um, and it is because of Whitney, because uh, full transparency, me and Miss Anna, we have tried this on our own, just the two of us um, together, and we, we failed miserably the first time. And then Miss Whitney came to us and said, you know, are you, are you guys doing this? And I was like, okay, God, you've given us a responsibility. And um, it has been such a joy and a pleasure. And we have, the four of us have bonded so much. And God has strengthened our relationship and he works through us. And um, yeah, don't miss out. I guess I'll just say, yeah, don't miss out. So, do it. Do it. If you're thinking about it, do it. Um, I'm going to say a quick prayer, and then Ms. Tammy's going to take over. Lord, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to share how you work in our lives, to share the gift that has flourished with these women. We're expected for what you are going to bring from this night. We love you. Amen. Would you thank these girls for me as they go to the
but we got into the word. We got into each other's lives. We got into the sticky, um, the uncomfortable at times, um, the, the parts where the enemy wants you to operate in shame. And that is not what the word is about. That's not a relationship with Christ. That's not what that's about. And we were able to pull that out and to expose that. And when you bring what the enemy wants to hide into the light, that's when you grow. That's when you flourish. <laughs> but it's true. That's where the true growth, the true roots of your faith are going to take place. Yes, I love the word. I love being in it. I loved what it did. But the community of Kim and I together or the group together was just special. The group, they didn't know each other when we got together. But now we're sisters. Like we text some very hard things to each other and we pray and we lift each other up. Flourish says this. We want to be women who see life through a sharply focused lens of gratitude to Jesus that defines, shapes how we live, constantly striving to see life as he sees it, to truly look at the faces of people and to see the beauty of life around us. That doesn't mean life is perfect or even close to perfect. It doesn't mean we won't struggle or face hardship the opposite is true. It means that in every single circumstance, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, every moment in between, we cling to Jesus. So if you're sitting there tonight and you're like, okay, I feel like I'm going to throw up because my, my heart is beating out of my chest. This is something I know I'm supposed to do, but I'm scared. There are women here tonight that have on a flourish t-shirt like all the girls on the stage did it's a blue t-shirt with the white little cute design on it go and find one of them and just ask them any of the questions ask them what what the phrase thing was with the worst if you could change one thing what would it be talk to them they will share with you as much as you want to hear probably but don't do this alone. Don't do this life alone. Join with a sister. Pull somebody in with you. Find somebody to do it with or we can match you up. But don't do this life alone. Join us in this discipleship program. And it's the last words that Jesus told us to do was to go and make disciples. And that's what this is about. I know we've spent a lot of time. We have gone so over what we normally do. But this is our passion. This is truly what we are about. And I want to close. Oh, first, let me tell you this because you're going to want to know. So out in the hub are um, the merch area. And then there's a table that has year one. And then it has year two. And then there are the mentor applications for year one, mentor applications for year two, and then mentee applications for year one and mentee applications for year two. So if you have not talked, if you're year two girls and you haven't talked to your mentor or your um, group, if you're going to be together, tonight's the night to figure that out, right? Um, we just finished 
last week, so I feel kind of like lost. Have y'all felt lost this week? Like, I'm supposed to be doing something. What am I missing? Like, oh, I've felt very odd all week. Um, I know it's only Tuesday, but I usually start on Sunday and would try to be ahead in case any of them called me and had any questions. <laughs> so I wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know what happened today. But I want to close reading from, I'm just going to drop this here. From Second Peter, I'm gonna have to pull my glasses down. Sorry for that, because it is teeny tiny print. It's not the large print that I typically like to use, but it's the Message Translation, and it's Second Peter chapter one, verses three through eleven. Everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us. By getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God. The best invitation we ever received. We were also given absolutely terrific promises to pass on to you. Your tickets to participation in the life of God after you turned your back on a world corrupted by lust. So don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given. Complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and generous love. Each dimension, dimension fitting into and developing the others, which is totally what I would say that's the definition of flourish. With these qualities active and growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience of our Master Jesus. Without these qualities, you can't see what's right before you. Oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. So friends, confirm God's invitation to you, his choice of you. Don't put it off. Do it now. Do this and you'll have your life on a firm footing, the streets, the streets paved, and the way wide open into the eternal kingdom of our Master and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let me pray over you. Father God, I just thank you for all that flourishes. The parts of me that I like to keep hidden, you expose and flourish. The parts of me that I don't feel like I am worthy or able, you say, no, that's not who I created you to be. And you draw me in closer to you each and every day. So that's my desire. That's our desire for spending a whole night talking about Flourish is so that you will grow deeper in faith. So we just give this to you. Lord, I had no idea last year, as you know, I went into this blind and I had no idea that 68 women would go through Flourish this year. And I'm praying for more this year. Oh, Jesus, it's our heart to be close and intimate to you. And we believe this is the avenue that you have given us to do that. We thank you for this. It's in your name we pray. Amen. I just want